Hey everyone, I hope you're all well. I'm back after a bit of a break. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to record last week as I was traveling down south to Houston, Texas. I'll share more on that later. But for now, let's dive right in. Today's episode is called God's Power and Godly Men. If you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Power is defined as the ability to accomplish something. I thought this would be a timely topic as I reflect on what I've accomplished this year. And perhaps you can consider that as well as we make our way into November. From Genesis to Hebrews, the Bible connects God's power to his promises. We'll talk about promises in another episode. For now, here are some examples of God's power in action. In Jeremiah 32:17, he prays to God, Sovereign Lord, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. In Matthew 19:26, Jesus' disciples ask him, Who can be saved? As he explains how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. He responds, With man, This is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. And in Romans 4, 17, Paul says, God gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. There are so many examples of God's power on display in the Bible. These are just a few. And if we think about our lives, we can see God's power throughout the experiences we have the relationships we're in, and especially in the goals we've set out to pursue. In my life, I've seen God's power in full force. This time last year, I was crumbling. Everything that looked promising for my future suddenly wasn't. I started a grief recovery program to process and persevere from the pain I was enduring. All the hope I had for marriage moving out of my parents' house, and starting a new chapter in my life was fading fast. My faith was being tested in a powerful way. I held on to God's promises, and I had faith. He had the power to do greater things with my faith in Him. And that He did. Fast forward to this year, 2020. As the year began, I wrapped up the grief recovery program and started pursuing my goals, which included starting this podcast, playing classical piano, exercising, staying grounded in God, helping women study the Bible and become disciples, paying off my debt, and last but not least, dating. Now that we're in November, I'm in awe as I look back and see what God has done with my faith in Him. I must admit, I wasn't sure if the last one was going to make it in 2020, but God had a plan for that. Remember how I said I was in Texas? Well, that's because I was visiting my now boyfriend, the godliest man I know. He's everything I need in a friend, a boyfriend, 
and prayerfully a husband. He's everything I fasted and prayed for and even more than what I could have asked for. The best fit for me and attractive in every way. Babe, if you're listening to this, thank you for being you and thank God for bringing you into my life. On that note, let's pivot and talk about godly men for a minute while we're on the topic. David is my favorite example of a godly man, honored and exalted by God himself. In 1 Samuel 13, 14, he rebukes Saul after he disobeys him in God's command to wait for him after going to war with the Philistines. Samuel tells Saul, your kingdom will not endure. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart because you have not kept the Lord's command. The man God was seeking was David. God says to Samuel in verse 16, 7, that he does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. In 1 Kings 9, God commends David for walking faithfully with integrity of heart and uprightness. And in chapter 15, he says, David's heart was fully devoted to God. He did what was right in his eyes and did not fail to keep his commands, with the exception of Uriah, of course. If you're single, pray for God to bring a godly man or woman into your life. If you're in a relationship, pray that the person you're with will become godlier, like the examples we have in the Bible. In Ephesians 1.19, Paul says, God has an incomparably great power for us who believe. And in chapter three, he is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine according to his power that is within us. God has definitely done more than I could have asked or imagined this year with the goals I set out to pursue and the prayers I lifted up to him. There is no power like his power and we can experience that power when we believe. So, go on with your bold self. Keep fighting for that bold and fearless faith. Then, sit back and see what God will do. If you could use some help, don't hesitate to reach out. You can send a private message by clicking the link in the show notes section of this episode. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Behind the Boldness. If you have questions or comments about anything I've shared, please get in touch. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray in your spirit that you will lead us to listen and obey you the way David did when he was chasing after you. It's been one heck of a year. I hope we can all look back and reflect on how we've grown in our faith and perhaps where there is still room to grow. Help us to be fully devoted to you, as David was, despite his mistakes and ours. And help us to believe in your power. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Next week, we'll review some books that I read this year and make some recommendations for The Circle Maker and Prayers for My Future Husband. So be sure to tune in and we'll continue the conversation.